0: Welcome to Straight Talk with Dr. L, where we make complex topics about young children, families, parenting, and womanhood simple because high quality knowledge and information about navigating parenting, family, and life should be accessible, digestible, and usable for everyone. Hello, good people. Welcome to episode three. Big Deal, Little Deal, A Parent's Guide on When to Act and When to Listen. The goal in raising children is generally to raise self-sufficient, healthy, and emotionally well-adjusted adults. But to do that, we must give our children space to grow while offering a secure safety net as they test out new skills. One of those new skills can be problem-solving, and conflict resolution. My son and I have a strategy that we use to offer him space and a safety net. That strategy is called Big Deal, Little Deal. Now, just a bit of a backstory. I affectionately call my 13-year-old son SDYM, Super Duper Young Man. However, when he was very young, I called him Super Kid. And later, SDK, Super Duper Kid. I gave my son the name Super Kid because as a child on the autism spectrum, we had to work very hard to procure new developmental skills that might be easily attained by typically developing children. So, to rationalize all the hard work we did when he was very young, I would tell him that we were working hard to develop his superpowers. And once we learned a new superpower, he would have that superpower forever. And he would be able to use it for the rest of his life. Well, by the time he was in second grade, he had so many new and amazing superpowers, he proclaimed his name was no longer Super Kid, but now Super Duper Kid. And that stuck until my child, who lacks no confidence, decided he would be super duper epic kid and later super duper young man. So when I tell stories about my son, rather than using his name, I use those monikers. I like them because they easily identify the developmental stage he was in at the time the story took place. So. Super Kid is ages four to seven. Super Duper Kid is about seven to nine years old. Super Duper Epic Kid is nine to 12 years old. And Super Duper Young Man is 12 to present. But we don't plan to just stop there because with hard work and God's grace and time, he will be Super Duper Man and later Super Duper Husband And eventually, super duper father, so I can one day be super duper grandma. So, consequently, I affectionately call all children with disabilities super kids as an acknowledgement of the extra work they have to do to navigate life. In the story I'm about to tell you, I refer to my child as SDK, which means. He is between seven and nine years old. One of the many characteristics of autism is an attachment to inanimate objects. Think Linus and his blanket. I became an expert on autism spectrum disorder because I'm the mother of a child on the autism spectrum. I would see behaviors in SDK that I didn't understand and I would feverishly research to fill in my blanks. Even as I read countless books and articles on autism spectrum disorder, I still didn't understand everything about how his amazing mind worked. However, I have come to develop a parenting philosophy by which I live. It is not my job to understand every why as it relates to SDK and autism, but it is my job and my responsibility to respect his is. I may not fully understand why he does or needs a certain thing, but if it is important to SDK, then it is important to me. No further explanation needed. So SDK keeps an inanimate object close to him at all times. The behavior became really prominent in about first grade. The objects periodically change but the need for them has remained constant. In third grade S.D.K.'s object of affection was Reese, a stuffed Hershey's Reese's peanut butter cup man. He got on a trip to Hershey's Park with Papa Bear. One Sunday, while preparing to enter church, S.D.K. asked me to put Reese in my purse before we went inside. Although I thought this request to be odd because he generally preferred to carry Reese in his hand, I said nothing. And did as he asked. After service, as soon as we exited the church, SDK asked for Reese. So I questioned him, Why did you want Reese to stay in my purse during church? He replied, Reese was tired and needed to take a nap. I didn't press the issue. My first mind told me, as a third grader, SDK may be becoming aware that many kids his age don't carry stuffed companions. But again, I didn't feel it was my place to press the issue. I respect and follow SDK's lead as it relates to his developmental and social needs. Fast forward to the following Friday morning. I had a 930 meeting. So it was easier to take SDK to school rather than put him on the bus like I did most days. SDK and I were in the kissing rod lane and he had Reese in his lap. I stopped the car and it was time for SDK to get out. But he didn't move. Instead, he anxiously said, Mom, can you put Reese in my backpack? There are cars in the line behind us. So I quickly said, Sweet Pea, just put Reese in your backpack when you get out the car. A nervous SDK pleads, please. By this time, the kiss and ride person on duty has opened the car door and is assisting SDK out of the car. SDK gets out. I roll down the front passenger window and say, Put Reese in your backpack, baby. SDK looks up. And his eyes said something to me. Now, I speak two languages fluently. English and SDK. Something wasn't right. So, I parked my car, called out to the instructional aide to stop SDK, and I run to meet him at the front of the school. Sweet Pea, what's going on? Why are you so anxious about putting Reese away? I'm fully expecting him to tell me he has been teased by other children. But instead, he says he doesn't want anyone to take or steal Reese. Now, mind you, I'm fluent in SDK and I wasn't buying that. So I said, are you sure that's the reason? I would hope no one in your class would take Reese. Then SDK looked at me and uncomfortably said, I don't want to get in trouble. In trouble? In trouble for what? With who? He said, my teacher for having Reese out. Did your teacher say something about Reese? He quietly replied, put it away. At this point, SDK is getting uncomfortable. He really likes his teacher and I didn't want to push the issue with him. I couldn't go talk to his teacher to get a better understanding because the school bell was about to ring. So I assured SDK that he would be okay and would not get in trouble for having Reese. I gave him a kiss and told him to have a super day. And I watched him walk to class. I then walked into the school's office and asked to speak to the principal or the assistant principal. The assistant principal was available. We met and I told her the week's events regarding SDK and Reese. She has a special education background, so she understood. And like me, her first mind was SDK might be becoming more aware of the social norms of his peers. My stance was, I'm cool if SDK came to his own conclusion of putting Reese away, but It was unacceptable to me if external factors were causing him to feel uncomfortable or less than confident with something that he needed to cope as a child on the autism spectrum. She agreed and said she would speak to his teachers and get back to me. While in my meeting, I received a call from the assistant principal. She had spoken with his teachers and they had not noticed an issue with Reese and SDK they told the assistant principal other kids bring things to school sdk bringing reese to school was not a situation it was evident to me that the school didn't want to make an issue of it if there was no actual issue understandably the assistant principal then told me to talk to sdk to which i replied, i will however please understand that while his teachers may not see an issue, I am his mother. SDK will trust me with information he may not feel comfortable telling or showing others. Something has been communicated to him, possibly inadvertently, to make him feel uncomfortable. I trust that his teachers are savvy enough to communicate to SDK that having Reese out is not a problem without bringing more attention to the situation than needed. I will talk to SDK. Now, I'm a mama bear. I know it and I own it. However, SDK was getting older and I had worked closely with him to develop problem solving skills. So I had to trust that some things he could work out without me stepping in. So to determine when mama bear was needed, SDK and I used the strategy we called Big Deal Little deal. Little deals are things SDK can work out on his own. Although I may want to step in, I stand down. In little deals, he is telling me about something for general information. He's venting. My job is to listen. I can offer some advice, but my involvement ends there. Now, big deals, on the other hand, are the equivalent of sending up the bat signal and calling in the cavalry. Mama Bear is mobilized and we solve the problem hand in hand. I talked to SDK about the Reese situation and retold to him what the principal told to me. He didn't seem satisfied. So I asked him Is this a big deal or a little deal? He looked at me and said, Big deal. No further explanation needed. Would you like Mama to go to school with you on Monday to introduce Reese to your teacher? Yes. Done. So Monday, SDK and I walked hand in hand into the school and spoke with his teacher. We introduced her to Reese and explained that Reese was a big deal to SDK. I then turned to SDK and said, Can you tell Miss Third Grade Teacher how Reese makes you feel? SDK said, Happy. Okay. Can you tell Miss Third Grade Teacher where you would like to place Reese in the classroom? He said, On the top of my desk. Miss third grade teacher thoughtfully listened to SDK. Then said to him, how about a compromise? She then asked SDK if he knew what a compromise was. He did not. She gave him a wonderfully developmentally appropriate definition. Then said, can we place Reese in your desk? towards the front so you can see him? She then offered him an explanation for her suggestion. Then asked him again. SDK said yes. I could immediately tell that SDK was satisfied, but Mrs. Third grade teacher went one step further. She asked SDK if he was sure their compromise worked for him. SDK answered confidently and happily, yes. A please mama bear, I watched from the hallway as my happy, confident, and well-adjusted cub started his day. In all that I do with SDK, I have objectives. I call it our curriculum for life. We used the strategy of big deal, little deal when he was little for five very important reasons. One, I wanted my child to understand that he could tell me anything big or small. Number two, I also wanted my child to know that i will just listen and be a sounding board for him when that is all he needed from me three i needed my child to understand that he was never alone in any situation that was too big for him to handle on his own four it was important to me for my child to know that I would be his voice and assist him until his voice was fully developed. And lastly, number five, I needed my child to understand that we can solve any problem hand in hand. And my child learned those lessons and completely understands Because even today, as SDYM, he shares conflicts that he encounters as a teen. And he generally starts off the conversation with, It's not a big deal, but, or, this is a pretty big deal, guess what happened? It is important to give our children space to grow, solve problems and resolve conflicts while assuring them that we have their backs 100% and then some. If you are like me, it takes a whole lot of self-restraint to keep mama bear from growling about her cub. But we have to trust that because of our guidance, Our children can identify when they need to vent and when they need to call in the Calvary. Each week on Straight Talk with Dr. L, I will work through a topic related to young children, families, parenting, or womanhood with my top-notch village to which you now belong. So to ensure the topics are relevant to your needs, concerns, and interests, the topics for each episode will be developed based on questions submitted to askdrl at kinderjam.com. So shoot me an email at askdrl at kinderjam.com. And lastly, remember, it takes a village. And if you didn't have one before, You certainly have one now. And together, we got this. Boom! Let's talk again soon.